You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. Yo, this is Rally Rebel. Rudy Fraser. This is Unapologetic Talk. Talk. Yeah. Yo, um, shit, we missing Dimes today. Dimes was feeling under the weather and everything like that. So um, we'll catch Dimes next week. You know what I mean? Um, They're still here. Uh, the energy is still going to be in the building. Right. But, um... Yeah. Oh, and we, you know, as y'all can see, like the uh, we got the, we got the new studio and everything. This is where we're gonna be probably shooting our guests at and everything like that. And uh, it's crazy. We supposed to be shooting our guests here. We ain't had no guests today. But um, the one guest we supposed to have, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at it because it was like short notice and everything. But um, uh, the guest we supposed to have was um, you know, Steve from Cop Watch, and uh, I was I was excited to get him up here because you know he's he's out there for everything. You know, he's been on the um. On the ground, uh, I can't even, I don't even know when. I just know it's been before, way before 2020, years before 2020. And, uh, you know, um, I believe he was outside just as much before 2020 like he is now. Like, just outside, like, you know, filming the cops and stuff like that. And for him to be at every action and everything like that, I thought it would be, like, dope to interview him. But, uh, yeah, he was supposed to be here today. And uh, he is... Biden's in town. Biden's in New York City. So, you know, the city is turned up. Genocide pressure. Joe. Yeah, pressure. <laughs> Niggas going outside to see Genocide Joe. So, you know, I wasn't going to hold him back from that. You know what I mean? Because I believe it's, it's, it's crazy. It's probably some wild shit going on right now that we're going to see as soon as we finish this episode. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, he'll be here probably next week to talk about that. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, let's. Genocide Joe, Genocide. <laughs> Genocide like, Joe's got to go. Yeah, Genocide Joe has got to go. He's in the uh in the city. He's in the city today, and um. Said he was at Trump Towers. Yeah, he had to. I think the first stop he had to go through, he had to go past. I think they said Trump Tower to get to wherever he had to get to, and uh, that's where the first line of protests is starting at. You know what I mean? Um, and I believe it's going to be protests throughout the whole day because I was supposed to. Um, I think he's on a little. They got his setup, uh, his little runs of where he's supposed to be going mm -hmm. at today before he get out of town. So uh, it's gonna be lit for Joe. Like we gonna, <laughs> he knows New York City ain't rocking with him, and it's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I wanted to uh, also like get into uh, just talking about the like the protest thing um, of of it being election year of of, of, of yeah. you know Joe Biden being here um, during election year of. How I, I think I said it a couple of episodes ago where I said election year they they like the cops act stupid like with the protests mm -hmm. and it's um and I think it has something to do with you know with the elections of uh you know certain people getting put in office and this is all like public mm -hmm. officials um you know the the mayor's uh his 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 election year is next year so it's like people are gearing up and there's a whole bunch of shit going on yeah. so the cops be like on on ten and uh. I thought they was going to wait until about, like, October or November, but um, they actually, like, trying to shut down protests now. Yeah. There's, there's like... And that, like, makes a ton of sense, I think, just from, like, trying to stifle political dissent, make uh, whatever... Because especially with Biden, he's hugely unpopular right now. Um, you got to imagine that these are people out here, pro-Palestinian activists, um, pro-Palestine <laughs> activists, and... It's a lot of pressure on Biden with that. Lots of young 
his constituents, you know, <laughs> on the left, like young people of color, mm-hmm. um, progressive people who are very unhappy. You know, um, I actually, what is, what is it, something I saw? Uh, Rashida Tlaib, um, the the uh, Democratic senator, from the only um, Palestinian person in Congress, mm-hmm. she raised $3.7 million last um uh but for like last quarter of 2023 um in support because she's the only person like you know speaking out speaking out yeah so it's a lot of people putting their money where their mouth is and there's a lot of people like boots on the ground pressing pressing mm-hmm. biden to call for a ceasefire and you but you you was you were saying and and i i believe i've seen it too um mm-hmm. or maybe i've seen a different one but um what did you say you seen a clip of biden in the 80s yeah, he he's actually he's reiterated this point, um, and it's he basically said that Israel is a key asset for the United States in the Middle East, and he said it's the best three in the eighties. Um, he was testifying and says the it's the best like three billion dollars that mm. America could spend. He said that it, he believes so much in it that. Um, if he said if Israel didn't exist, the United States would have to go out and invent an Israel to protect the U.S.'s interests in the Middle East. And how was that? That's what he. That's what he said in the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. And then he he's really reiterated that point recently. It's like he says, I say it all the time. Like if if the if Israel didn't exist, we'd have to create an Israel. Hey, and that was like that's like that was almost forty years ago. Mm-hmm. That's when he had some sense in his head. Like he don't got no sense now. He's like he's gone, bro. This, mm-hmm. so I like right now he's like a puppet, and all I know is that was his beliefs then. So I, you know what I mean. Once once a once a person gets to it, you know what I mean. Uh, what the, how old is that man? He's in his eighties. Yeah. What? Oh man, come on. Eighties. Once you get to like that age, you're stuck in your ways, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um. And at the end of the day, like, uh, we seen uh, one of the comrades sent us, uh, I think, in the chat. No, nah, shit. Um, yeah, the, in the chat with the, uh, the um, he had a notes oh, yeah, about yeah, sit yeah. down. I don't remember things to say. <laughs> yo, it was, it was basically, yo, sit down, greet the people, say yes, say no, get up or some shit. It was, it was basically on them lines, like, boom, like, he, it's like... Damn near five five directions he had to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> five directions. They had to tell that man to sit down and everything. And then his dumb ass fucked around and sat down with the note showing and shit where somebody could take a picture and put it online. So that's just what I'm saying. Like he's 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 lost and that's that should show people he's a puppy, bro. He don't it, it's uh shit. All I say is like like people at that age, you know what I mean? Um I don't think that they can have that that workload, that yeah. fucking workload. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so much. Yeah. You, you see people go into the White House and they come out with a head full of gray hair. Yeah. He, went, he went into it with a head full of gray hair. With a gray, with he can't. He might not came out. Yeah, <laughs> that right. might be a clone. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Like he, it's so funny. I also saw another video from like 2012 of him talking Crip about. Keeper. He the crib keeper. <laughs> he had more energy and vitality in 2012. He was talking about it was when they killed um, Bin Laden. Oh. He, he was like, Bin Laden's dead, and 
like General Motors is alive. <laughs> and he like said that with his whole chest out there. Um, yeah, he talk heavy when he want to. He do. He, yeah. he talk. Real, I mean, like that's another thing, right? He's like, we now get into this whole conflict in the Middle East. Like when I look, I read the Washington Post for like my news, and they um they don't even. It's no longer the Israel Gaza conflict now. It's the the Middle East conflict because mm. we over there, and, and he's he's over here. You know, it's it's also um I was thinking like people say um like a, a president is powerless sometimes, but the president is the one who has the power to like assassinate people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they over there dropping bombs in Yemen because on Biden say so. So yeah. yeah, it's a lot going on. So it is um it's beautiful to see like this has been such a so the actions and even with the suppression right even with prominent pro-Palestine activists getting locked up like the actions that have been on the ground have just have been sustaining like uh, I mean you've been you've been outside like this whole last week and stuff Phil how's, yeah. that, how's that been uh, um uh, you know I hate I hate the um the sidewalk shit man mm-hmm. I mean you know you, you, that's, that's alright so it alright so last year the Jordan nearly all right. So the, the protests were were the protests since twenty twenty. Um we've been taking the streets, um, you know what I mean, uh holding up holding up bridges, doing all types of stuff. Um, the fight for what we fighting for. And uh Jordan nearly when the when when the death of Jordan nearly happened, you know, we turned up more than I think that was like the most uh turned up thing we did was you know, the train track situation where we jumped on the tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, like, the most, I think, like, you know what I mean, uh, craziest, like, type, you know, move mm-hmm. that we did um, since 2020, you know what I mean? Um, we, I mean, we have actions that were, that were powerful, like, you know what I mean, like when we fought for the park and stuff like that. But I think that, um, yeah, that that uh, that train tracks was, like, boom, all right, like we turned it up now, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and uh that it, you know, what I mean, it was all on the news and everything like that, and it was like sparking something, and they 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 quickly muffled it, and how they muffled it was, all right, snatch they snatch they bullhorns and put them on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and when they did that, um, damn, just I ain't gonna lie, like all all the activists like fell back, you know what I mean? Nobody came outside and marched. Nobody wanted to go through that, or you know what I mean? Like nobody. Felt that you know marching on the on the sidewalk would be effective, and I used to say that shit too. Like, man, fuck that. But um, the other thing, I just wouldn't be defeated. I wasn't going to get a permit and no shit like that. And that's mm-hmm. the same thing with these Palestinians. They're not going to go get a permit. You're not going to tell these people to go get a permit to go. You see how they throw their actions? Some of their actions be back to back. Is it yeah. whatever they want? You know what I mean? You're not going to uh, these permits. Some application process from the very people who don't want you. That don't want you, yeah. And when you get one of these permits, you got to tell them where you're going and all that other bullshit, and and they and they escort you there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They they be around you and all that. And I'm like, shit. Like what they I, do with the anti-abortion? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the anti-abortion shit, where they where they escort <laughs> the people pay to protest the abortion clinic. So they go pay to get the permit, and they come down the street, and the cops escort them to go protest the abortion clinic, people that's going to go get abortions. It's wild. This is right. nuts. But, yeah, you can you can pay to have cops do that. But I was like, they'll never give me a permit 
knowing that I'm coming to protest them. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Imagine yeah. that, applying, to, applying to, to the police to be able to protest the police. I'm coming back here, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a permit? I'm coming here. <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit is crazy. But I was like, um... So like so yeah that's not happening and um that's what you know what's going on with the with the Palestinians but um the thing was that all right so when they did it with the Jordan Neely we jumped on the tracks and then the next action we did after the Jordan Neely was a uh, um a visual and we pulled up to the location and you know what I mean people just start getting beat up and arrested boom they start snatching bullhorns locking people up for the bullhorns then uh we tried to march and they boom threw us on the sidewalk you know, and then from there it was just straight up sidewalk. Like I, um, like I said, a, a lot of activists uh, stopped throwing actions. Um, I remember Queen Jean. Queen Jean came out through an action and got arrested. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That was all for Jordan Neely. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's all because they stepped into the streets. You know what I mean? Because um, they was using their, no, not because they stepped in the streets because they was using their bullhorn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's um. But they, that's what they do. That's what they do. And they um and they, they try to scare us. But boom, every time y'all come out here do this, we're going to lock y'all up. Mm-hmm. They try to take our power away, but... Oh, oh did you... um Who was it? The chief... Your, your, your favorite. Uh, the chief of patrol. Oh, John uh, Shell. John Shell. Um, he tweeted... John Shell. He tweeted... Because it was... I think it was another... I think someone had tweeted that they were going to do another... I think it was Wool. And they were going to do another like JFK action, mm-hmm. and he tweeted because it was you know wool like they got that branding for all their posts like flood Brooklyn for Gaza yeah. flood so and so flood JFK for Gaza. He he tweeted, if you attempt to um, to flood our streets and stop uh, good hardworking New Yorkers <laughs> commuting to where they need to be, then we will flood our jail cells with you. Yo, bro. Yeah, he he used the word vacation from stopping all people from going right. on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I swear, I was like, oh, this motherfucker, yo, yo. But that's so wicked. Yeah, that's like, wicked. My, like my bad if if uh, prote- if protesting this war and genocide inconveniences somebody's trip to Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's the whole point. Yeah, shut that shit down. Well, you can't go nowhere. Let's focus on what's going on. This genocide. That's the whole point of like shutting shit down, man. I don't, I just be like, ah, people are like, oh, can you do this? And I'm like, no, you can't do this. We doing it right now. That's the whole point. Wake up. Yeah. But John, John Shell, that's why I said John Shell, he, he killed or Tanzo Bullfield in 2008. Mm-hmm. And, it was it was cost the city millions. Two two point five millions that they paid his family, Beauville's family. Um John Shell it was it was ruled a homicide. They ruled mm-hmm. it a homicide, that's why they paid the money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um John Shell said that Beauville tried to back into him and run him over. No, he said he said Beauville hit him, hit him with the car mm-hmm. and while he was falling, he shot. And then he the said evidence his gun went off. Yeah, there's, gun there's, went always, there's always officer involved shooting. Like my gun went off and it killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was should have shot his ass. Well, <laughs> well yo, he um, yeah, but did the evidence show that you know what I mean? That that never happened. He was standing up or whatever. But um, mm. this 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 is the cop that's in charge of protests. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he had protests against him back in 2008 
when when all this shit happened. You know what I mean? Um, so he knows the facts of it. He knows how officers feel when they're getting protested. He knows how they got to hide and stay. You know what I mean? And now this person is in charge of of protests uh, and, and and shutting stuff down. And the crazy thing about the Jordan Neely thing was all the activists. This was this was maybe another reason why you know what I mean the activists stopped coming out. But all the activists that that were part of those Jordan Neely. Um, a part of those Jordan Neely protests got thrown on some. Uh, we we seen a list like this SRG list mm. where it was anytime we came outside, they they were to pull up. You know mm. what I mean? And uh, it was other protests going on. Like right after the vigil, after people got locked up, I tried to throw an action. I got locked up, and then the next day, um, I had threw the I threw my action before I got locked up. And when I got locked up, I was still in jail when my action took place. But people still showed up. You know and. Uh, they were they were surrounded by like over two hundred something cops, and they were followed into the train station. You know what I mean? It was only like I believe it was only like eight people that showed up, but they were followed just those eight mm. people. You know what I mean? Until they dispersed. Um, and I don't I don't know. It was just it was just he just he just they shut they started shutting like everybody fell back, and I started coming out and doing the sidewalk shit. Where I was like tearing them up on the sidewalk of uh, trying to expose them and make them look bad, and we were, you know, I wasn't using a bullhorn. We were loud. We were still disruptive. We still shut down the streets because they're stupid. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's ways you can do it, man. Like you know, when the, when the march is real long, we just keep uh, crossing the street. You know what I mean? Like hit a hit hit a block and just keep going around in circles. And they you they dumbasses. Yeah, them glitching. Yeah, glitching. Yeah. Yo, it's so many. It's, it's so many ways to, to still shut down traffic by using their bodies. You know, we don't even got to jeopardize putting ourselves in the street no more. We put them in the street because mm-hmm. they be right beside us and right in the street. While they got us on the sidewalk, they're in the street shutting down traffic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that. But um, this is uh, yeah, to take our spirit from from marching and 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 you know what I mean? Um, the snatch. That's what I said. Like. We're watching, and and it's, all this is being done underneath a black mayor right. that claims he he was a protester, and he like you know what I mean? <laughs> he he was for black, he was for the civil rights. He did this, he did this. Yeah, this man's huh. Eric Adams is like a, constantly just a uh, he's a, such a clown, just 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 an absolute clown, and um, clearly putting the um, and it's so wild. It's like being so pro-police. It, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I, like, I'm sure there's like liberal Democrats who, black people even, who like like the police and feel comforted by their presence in communities, all the while knowing like all the statistics, like, you know, pol- uh, police killings was like an all-time high um, mm-hmm. for the last couple of decades, like last year, like 2023. Um, but I feel like the stance to which he backs the police and the police union and their, their political interests, it's almost like he's damn near Republican. And we talked about this like on the last episode, last episode that just a lot of these points and like opinions and perspectives and stances that a lot of these democratic politicians are taking from, from Eric Adams on the migrants and like his, like staunch support for the police um joe biden like Mm -hmm. being so pro-israel and also like trying to 
pass a, a bill, pass a bill that, and the rest of the Democrats too, like pass a bill that includes aid to Israel, aid to Ukraine, mm-hmm. um, and like extra surveillance at the border. And like they, 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 people, a lot of the talking points, and it's so funny watching this play out on Capitol Hill, was that the Democrats are doing things to appease Republican interests. And the Republicans, like, they're like, they're like the very, like, MAGA Republicans, like Donald mm-hmm. Trump's party. And so they're like, we're not, they're still not happy. You know, so they go through all these things, like, they, they, you know, like, Eric Adams is kind of, a, like, cooning. And, <laughs> and they still don't Shut accept them. Job. Yeah, like, no. You, you still got this, uh, that Republican dude um, that we're going to talk about at some point, uh, Sliwa. <laughs> um, you know, he, he, he'll still talk down on Eric Adams. Uh, and, but like, to me, I don't even see the difference between the two of them. No, nah, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no difference, man. They, they both almost like the same dude. I mean, this, I, I, I forgot that the guy, Curtis Saliva, Silva, <laughs> I call him Saliva, I'm Saliva, bro, I'm not even going, fuck that Saliva, nigga. Yo, he, um, I think he got shot back in the day too. He, mm-hmm. he, um. Them guardian angel motherfuckers. I think they went against the mob or some shit like that. Oh shit! They yeah. ain't never been around for that long. Oh yeah, yeah. they've been around for a minute, and that's that's where he got his uh, his little buzz from. And now he like in the politics, and he be running around and shit. I think he a superhero. Yeah. But um, these right wing dudes, they they got these uniforms though. Now I'm like more, you know, I, when we, when you talked about like us having uniforms, I was like, I wasn't sure sure about it before, but now I see that I'm like, ah. Yeah, kind of no, it ain't, it ain't nothing like them, man. Them motherfuckers are dressed like uh, what the fuck are those jackets they got on? Ah, uh, military looking. You know? they, huh? Yeah, what they do? Oh, you talking about the beret, Brett? Yeah. yeah, man, fuck them punks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Oh, um, yeah, but no, the, the, uh, the, that guy, like his crew. Yeah, I get I, um the. He got shot back in the day, but I think they they used to um, protect the trains. Mm. They they protect the trains. They used to um, uh, and when I first came here in twenty twenty, they they were doing it again. And I don't know, I haven't seen them no more since uh, since since he started. You know what I mean? Start running around. But I think he, I think they came out around like twenty. Like maybe we gonna start seeing them more now because it's about to be election year for for mm-hmm. the mayor again. And he about to run again, but um. Yeah, they, they, they used to be on the train. They they were supposed to be protecting people from people on the train and feeding feeding houses people and shit like that. But um I think yeah, it was in twenty no, it was in twenty twenty one, like like in April or something like that. Um they had beat up a um a a, a trans sibling from uh, you know, Stonewall. Mm-hmm. We was at Stonewall and uh you know, it went it went viral. It was on the news, and I think it was on uh, it was all over the gram. You know, us we people mm-hmm. in the movement, we we cycling that shit. Cause we want to find a motherfucker, mm-hmm. but um, it was one of those cats. You know what I mean? It was it, it was a couple of them, but it was like one of those that was like abusing the, the um the sibling on the, on the train. So now there was a couple weeks later. You know, we um we we stonewall, we marching again, and they used to uh stop the street up. And they used to dance for like a like a half an hour, forty five minutes, just stop like a busy ass block, you know, mm-hmm. boom, and just dance in the middle of that shit. And it was like one of those, and we always be like 
do do a circle and let them dance in the circle and be mad cops and sit around us and and just making sure like nothing crazy happened. But um, mm-hmm. I look to the side and I see these. I see I see the you know what I mean. I see the the the, the, the cats in the red and I go running over there and shit. And I'm ah, like, was y'all the ones that you know what I mean? And I seen one of them recording. And I'm like, y'all not going to be doing that. You know what I mean? Y'all not going to be plotting on people coming from this march. And we got into it. And you know what I mean? I ended up chasing chasing them down into the subway. and threw soda on their back, threw the bottle at them. <laughs> like, we don't mess with y'all. And then it was like probably like two weeks after that, I ran into um, Curtis uh, Curtis Saliva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, choked on some saliva. <laughs> choked on saliva. Yo, well, yo, yeah, I ran into I ran into him at uh, Gracie Mansion and shit. He was with the anti-vaxxers, mm. and uh, yeah, you know, we, we just I just you know what I mean ragged him like how I usually do. But I recently seen him in uh, what's that? I think it was Long Island. It was Long Island? Who who's running the, the migrants out? Might have been Staten Island. They were they were running. He was leading charge. He got arrested like two or three times for. For like trying to stop the migrants from moving into a school, like abandoned school or something like that, they were trying to oh, put them in. I don't know if it was that not a long time. That was a couple months ago, like mm-hmm. when the, when the, when the migrant crisis first started. Yeah. But I remember he got locked up. Like he was making it like known, like oh, I'm for the city. Like and I'm like here you go on this campaign run. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, uh, at least it's equal treatment with them getting locked up because that's just evil. Yeah, oh yeah, but he was he was. Bro, it was like it was one of those, you know, the plan arrest where he like he comes outside, he, he's making sure he get locked up. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, uh, they told everybody stand back, and everybody was leaving. He was like, no, he's like, like, like right there in the cop's face, and he was like, you know, what I mean, they ain't rough him up. None of these went around, and grabbed him. He started walking mm-hmm. off. It wasn't like really like resisting. It was just <laughs> yeah, he's not <laughs> he the show. He's yeah. not body slammed. Yeah, no, he came right back out and did it the next day. Mm-hmm. Bro it was like two, but two lockups. He just wanted his name in the news and and to see like, oh. Hmm. He's trying to do something for the city, because the whole time, like when they when he do the interviews, he was talking about uh, what is Eric doing? You know what I mean? Trying mm-hmm. to get Eric Adams. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was bringing him up because this just came out last night. Apparently, he was having a this dude um, Sliwa and his guardian angels in Times Square. <laughs> guardian angels. Guardian angels. Uh, <laughs> um, Reminds me of Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they, they was outside in their uniform in Times Square interviewing with Sean Hannity on Fox News. And it, it started with just, you know, um, started with just uh, insulting Eric Adams and saying that he's not protecting the city and, and all, all those like, you know, right wing type talking points. But then all of a sudden you see So the camera's like facing him. And um, and then he just starts pointing like you see his people, um, and there's a black man in that crowd too. And I'm like, that's oh, a shame. Y- yes, and he got like two of them on there. He's <laughs> <laughs> like two of them on there. Yo, I promise two, you. Two, yeah. um, but they start walking. They start walking behind the camera person, and it's just him. And then he starts going like, oh, like um, I forgot what he says. But they pan the camera, and they're like pressing the migrant. And they said that he was like shoplifting or something right which is the same thing that i think the um the migrants uh who had beat up the cops last week that's what they say they was doing and i saw someone post something on the internet that was really good it was like yo you got these people here like they don't have you're not allowing them to work like you mm-hmm. are like 
um, you're being super oppressive and abusive towards them. And so, like, when if they ended up doing something like that, like, of course, that's the end result. Like, they have no other option. Um, but, yeah, so so these vigilantes, right, these are, these are not even law enforcement. These guardian angel dudes, they start surrounding him. Middle of Times Square, thousands of people outside walking around him. And I think the dude, like, you know, like anybody, like someone's pressing you, kind of push back. Yeah. And so they just start swarming him and like throw him to the ground uh-huh. and um, and roughing him up. And I didn't hear it get set. And Sean Hannity keeps going, right? There's no challenge. There's no like, we should cut this. Like, they're just putting it all on air. And um, and you're seeing him like, like beat up on this dude on the ground. And then he, and then I, the quote that came with that article, I think this was a Guardian article, was that he said like he was saying some foul shit? Hold on, let me let me read. I gotta see that man. That's, um, I was I was in Times Square when that shit was going down. That's what I'm like. the The whole thing is this machismo, and there's just a rise of there's there's a rise of political violence in America, but uh-huh. there's only one side doing it. You know, yeah. like um, oh, so this is what he said. He said what he described as quote a little pain compliance, end quote. He said, his mother back in Venezuela felt the vibrations. He is sucking concrete. Oh, no. The cops scraped him off the asphalt. He's on his way to jail. So whose quote is that? Is that Curtis? That's that's him, yeah. Oh, no. So I'm like, are you talking incredibly tough, right? Lots of machismo, and it's like, y'all jumped a defenseless man who like is houseless essentially has no resources is disenfranchised here and like that's it's just evil that shit just pissed me off bro there's no honor in that what what yo that shit pissed me off something crazy what did what did he say what he said what kind of compliance is that he said pain compliance pain compliance i remember that shit and i started catching one of them niggas right pain compliance so you got them Right, attacking these migrants on camera on national television, and then we had the the Patriot Front folks walking through the city, like last two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like these uh again, there's one there's one particular political ideology in America that a lot of this has ties to all this and and this aggression and hate ultimately. You know what I mean? Yeah, yo, that's. Bro, those are all right. Them niggas are vigilantes. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I said. New York don't need that shit. This is what I'm talking about. They, Dan, they, Daniel Penny types. Daniel Penny type niggas. Oh man, that's this is what I'm talking about. That's a, and, and mm, damn. I'm mad I ain't watched the video. I, I probably been fussing like watching that shit, man. That's crazy though. Yeah, it's very triggering. Um, I saw shit first thing this morning. I was like, whoa. They ever beat them niggas, them bunch of Power Rangers, bro. Them niggas is Power Rangers, bro. Um, yeah, that's crazy, bro. What, what? And Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, that that dickhead. He just like, he just like, did the cops come? Uh, they said that the dude got arrested, so I assume. I so they beat so. him up, and then he got arrested. Yeah, which is literally vigilanteism. It's like they that shouldn't be allowed. You can't just you can't call out a citizen's arrest. Like what do you, you know what I mean? No shit like that, that dude, that, that that dude too old for that, bro. Mm. Curtis. Mm-hmm. They have some grown ass men. These are like forty year olds. It's not. It's not a young crowd. Yeah. 
Yo, wait a minute though, bro. No, Curtis is old as shit. Curtis, Curtis yeah, Curtis Curtis got to be like in his 60s or something like that. That nigga, he trying to be mayor, he talking like that? I would really hope that there's no way that, um, yeah, even his, his little Google shit. He's 69. See what I'm saying? Nigga's 70 years old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 70 years old. Yo, what'd he say? He's taking the concrete. His yeah. family's going to fill him and whatever the fuck he's, yeah. yo, he's a fucking dickhead, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. 70 years old? You little, bro, you you should retire. Yeah, that, that's, and that's what people got to see what's going on, bro. Also, like, a lot of these older white men, like, bro, people who, because, what, 59? Honestly, if you were alive before segregation ended in this country, <laughs> as a white man, like, uh, you just can't be trusted with elected. At all, man, at all. Positions. Especially a little, a little bit of that shit is still in you. Yeah. It's but yo, man, that guy is different, man. That that Curtis guy is different. Um but that, 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 that all right, so here it is now. This is like this is where it gets crazy at. Because now we got the last year, well, the the last mayor election, it was him and Eric Adams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And all right, so Eric Adams, I don't think he he boom he's plumbed it this year. Like they really like shitting on. Oh man, yeah, it's speaking. amazing. He didn't get arrested yet. All this stuff coming out. The like yeah. cop who funneled illegal funds into his campaign. There's oh. like a corruption thing every week. Oh, you yeah. Yo, tell tell him about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Please tell him about that shit. Cause I forgot that's that's part of the uh, Eric Adams watch. What we call it, the pack watch. Pack watch. Yeah. Son, he's. Some of these politicians, Trump included, I just, it's like damn near political immunity. I don't understand how they just be getting away with this shit. I'm reading the, uh, hold on, I gotta sign it. John Shell getting away with murder. Look at this shit, man. This this shit, man, yo, I just, they they were just locking up migrants for, um, they said this theft, I think it was like over... I, for, I forgot how much money, man. They said this this um this little theft ring mm. was out there. The migrants, you seen that? Mm-mm. Where they did a they did a raid and, and I think they locked a whole bunch of migrants up. Um, I seen one night they locked up like seven of them, but they said there's a whole bunch of them. Um, that they that that be committing a whole bunch of thefts and shit on the mopeds. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they, they they raided when they raided this these these migrants' crib and they were pulling out seven of them. John Shell was there and all that shit. And Eric Adams was there. So you know, right before they go in, they do that briefing and they be yeah. having their little shields and shit on. They mm-hmm. uh they they, they vest. Yeah. Eric Adams got the Fendi shit. He got the shields sitting over top of his Fendi Fendi scarf. <laughs> the scarf, his scarf is dipping out of it. I'm like, he's doing everything to show this fucking scarf off, bro. And he had the shit. He had the, he had the scarf like all fluffy, like right here, so you can see it, like right here. Everybody got vest on this nigga with the fucking the Fendi scarf. He making sure you see it, like boom. And I see him on the news with this. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker. Here he is, man. All Mr. Swagger. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> trying to be dapper, Dan. Yeah. But yeah, we find out you getting that Nitro money, nigga. Go ahead, tell him about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the shit. Oh, yeah. All right, so I'm reading from the New York Times article. So, uh, ex-NYPD, ex-NYPD official admits funneling illegal funds to Adams' campaign. Dwayne Montgomery, 
A retired police inspector who was once friendly with Mayor Eric Adams pleaded guilty mm. on Monday to misdemeanor conspiracy, saying that he had directed a, a straw donors to contribute to the mayor's 2021 campaign. He was indicted in July by the Manhattan District Attorney, accused of a scheme to funnel contributions to the campaign and to conceal the source of donations. Mm. When you get... So, right, so the RICO, right... They invented the RICO to because you may not be the person who did the... You may not have ordered the hit. Talk heavy. Or you may not have did the hit, but you ordered the hit. You told someone else to kill someone. Mm -hmm. So in order to arrest the the ringleader of these criminal acts, right, they invented the RICO law. Talk. Eric Adams, like, there's a lot of people who pleaded pleaded guilty (laughs) in the court of law. And have went down. And I just... How many people go and steal money, funnel illegal money on your behalf, and you you don't know anything about it? Come on. Your time is coming, baby. <laughs> Your time is coming. It's almost up, baby. It's, is what, honest, it's, 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 it's actually... It's so sad that the black mayor is the one who's like... Going out like that. Yeah. Ah, man. He might bounce back, man. I've seen this shit happen before in D.C. back in the day. It's Mary and Barry, man. That nigga smoked some crack. So they reelected that man. <laughs> you know? But yeah. That's it. But that's, yo, that's, that's probably, probably like the only way Eric Adams, you could get back in office, bro. You got to go hit some crack or something, man. And we'll probably try to put you on rehab and be like, all right, he was just on some shit back then. You know what I mean? This brother, is he a good brother. We're going to put you back on there and give you a second He's shot. Good brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he be bugging, man. I can't wait till he get the fuck out of here. His, his time's almost up, man. You got a year. You got a year. But yeah, man. I'm, I'm going back to this this pig hunt, man. I, I can't wait, bro. Like I, I, I really want to get John Shell. I want, I want. I'm tired of seeing his face on TV every night. And that's a murderer, bro. That's a murderer. We we gotta watch the Chief Patrol is a murderer mm-hmm. that gets on TV every night, no matter what they talking about. And I like that's that's really shit. That's really his job, man. He's on. When we get off. When we get when we go home and you turn on the news, he's gonna be on the he's on the twelve o'clock and the, and the eleven o'clock news every night, bro. Every night, no matter what they talking about, they just always go to John Shell and John Shell be on there. And then on the streets is Madgery. and like you said, the Rico shit. All these motherfuckers are crooked, and they Madgery and John Shell got there, came up in positions when Eric Adams became mayor. That's that's his crew that he brought up. They're all from Brooklyn. They all were buddies. They all they're all the same age. Probably were cadets back in the day with each other. All the way up until now, they're still pulling each other up. And um, I think it's crazy for that the mayor, the black mayor, that uh, we seen pictures with him with Al Sharpton. Um, we seen he talks to Al Sharpton on the on 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 his uh, Al Sharpton's podcast. You know what I mean? Al Sharpton. He the first person I think he talked to about his uh, the uh, the shit that's going on with the FBI. I mm. think it was Al Sharpton on Al Sharpton show. Oh, he spoke on that. Yeah. Yeah, he spoke. He spoke on. He spoke on the Al Sharpton. Sharp, that's what he wanted. Al Sharpton. Now, what's going on with this brother? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a phenomenal impression. <laughs> impression, impression of Al Sharpton. <laughs> that was a phenomenal impression. 
<laughs> yo, I'm shot. Yo, he's crazy. Yo, I can't stand him, man. Either. But yo, yeah, I, yo, I can't stand. Yo, that's a bobblehead dude. But yo, he, um, yeah, he, 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 he came out. He talked to Al Sharpton, and but you see him every time he people, everybody else asked him about it. He like quickly like shut it down. Gotcha. But yeah, with Al Sharpton, he just I think said, said Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, yo. in, in the beginning of December. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, you know, the other thing, you know, I seen uh, he was outside. I forgot he was doing a press conference. Oh, about the helicopters, the helicopter, about these yeah. little more control helicopters and shit mm-hmm. that they was talking about using and shit for I don't know, some kind of surveillance and some shit like that. But they was uh, they was on one of the piers and they were like had the helicopter. And the dude was like uh, doing the helicopter and then he was like, "We'll take some questions." And then the first question was, "Yo, how did you uh, feel about when the FBI took and seized your phones and stuff?" He said, "Man, we out here talking about helicopters." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he said, man, we talking about helicopters. Like, take it off of that. The heat is on. Yeah. Yeah. He he was on Al Sharpton. Yeah, he was on Al Sharpton. I mean, basically, he just, it was the same, the regular shit. He he says uh, that he's going to be, he don't know, like, far as any of his people that would do anything like that, and Mm. that they're going to be in full cooperation and. They're gonna mm. see this through and all. Just a whole bunch of uh, shucking the job. He really ain't like really get into it, but that was like the most in depth like conversation I see had about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, but for him to like I said, like have this connection with Al Sharpton and 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 uh, claim you were an activist back in the day, and then even Edward Raymond said that he did something for the police uh, force with the with the black officers or something that he got passed that they followed to this day for the black officers fighting for. I guess uh, I don't know some kind of respect in the police uh, mm-hmm. department and and, it's, and that that whatever that organization is the hundred whatever it is I forgot what it's called it's still intact today that is that's because it's still um, like racially inclined over there some shit whatever the freaking word black people still are being mistreated in there so therefore y'all shouldn't work for this shit but mm-hmm. um Talk. yeah so he um Eric Adams and shit. Yeah, for him to for him to do all this and do all this, but you you elect the chief of patrol, you know what I mean? This white man that's killed a black man, and and got away and a lot on oath and all this other shit, and he's done moved up the ranks to where that that that's your right hand man that you made the chief of patrol is is wicked, It's wicked. You need to do some soul searching, black man. You need to do something <laughs> <laughs> and figure out what you talking about, man. Fuck that Fendi. Oh, man. oh remember the, he used to always had the pretty scarves in the beginning. <laughs> I said a boy man with the pretty scarves with his ass. <laughs> He's giving Eugene a run for his money. Yeah, oh yeah, he definitely giving Eugene. Yeah, yeah. Eugene with the Balenci. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what? Yeah, he giving Eugene a run for his money. Yo, I'm about to. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to put them niggas side by side, make a picture, and see what's up. Them niggas is bugging though, man. New York Fashion Week's coming, isn't it? Fashion Week. week. We gotta get the NYPD Fashion Week. NYPD. NYPD Fashion Week, y'all. No such thing as a wavy cop. No yeah, nah. Hell no. You can't be a cop and have swag. It doesn't compute. You can never listen. None of you cops can never be wavy and swagged out because you have a badge. With a white man with a whip on that motherfucker, it just mm-hmm. kills your whole outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, you just walking around holding all that oppression in your body. Yeah. Like, you can't. You can't have swagger with that. You can't be <laughs> loose and chilling. Hell no, man. Yeah, no, yeah. no pressure back. Y'all out here bugging. But yeah, um, no, the Rico though, bro. Rico, 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 Rico. Yeah. John Shell, John Shell, Chief Patrol, murderer. Yeah, NYPD terrorist criminal organization. Yeah, gang. gang, gang. Rico, take that shit down. <laughs> Take it down. And and the commissioner is a thief. Oh, look up Commissioner Caban. I'm telling y'all, all y'all gotta do is look it up. Look it up. <laughs> NYPD Commissioner Caban. He he admitted to stealing money from the NYPD. He admitted to using his car for personal use. <laughs> his, his NYPD car for personal use. That nigga's robbing the system, bro. <laughs> yeah, America doesn't have like the corruption of other countries, but we definitely got corruption. But there was a whole yeah. I don't even remember the the person, but there was a dude who was like literally taking gold bars. Mm. Like, Let me find his name. It's real easy because like that's cartoon. That's a cartoon. Like yeah. a politician getting bribed with gold bars like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> but they get greedy too. I, I, oh, you yeah. got, why can't Bob you just Menendez. be cool with one Bob bar? Menendez. The New Jersey dude? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Bob Menendez. Bob Menendez. <laughs> Bob Menendez. Like, that's how, like, you just say gold bars. Like, that's a joke, bro. Gold Where's bars it? and stacks of cash. Char- he got charged with bribery. <laughs> yo, yo, how much is a gold bar? Do y'all know? That should probably, I feel like it's probably, like, based on, like, the ounce, like an ounce of gold or some shit. It's probably, like, a couple thousand dollars. Oh, that's it? Probably, yeah. I don't see if they say it. We said he had half a million in cash and 13 gold bars, two of them marked as one kilogram. Damn, Wait, 13 gold bars. How much is one? Yeah, and it was like in his house. Like he was like stashing it like a fucking stash house. In his crib. Oh, shit, hold up. One <laughs> yeah. kilogram of gold is worth $67,000, $68,000. God. He had 13. God. He's caked up. He, like a like a warlord. <laughs> yeah, why he ain't just chill out, man? Why he out there? <laughs> Got caught giving up the bars, man. Just hold on. <laughs> and this is the second time he's been like indicted or something. For, like he's already been indicted for bribery or some wow. some sort of political caught, corruption. Caught twice with your hand in the yeah. cookie jar, bro. And it, yeah, bro. I'm telling you, it only take me like one time to get caught with that shit, bro. And they throw a nigga on it. That nigga got a gold bar. Lock him up. <laughs> so that would be the only thing you, they would know about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're already making up stories about you being a paid antagonist or whatever. Yeah. So. If you got caught with some gold bars. <laughs> oh, man. That would be all the cops would say. I think it was at Fort Knox. He was getting busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of gold, Killer Mike brought home some gold. Oh. Brought, got three Grammys. He brought home some gold and some silver. Mm. <laughs> some, hand, some handcuffs. Some handcuffs. Some handcuffs. Yo. I, all right, dude. Because, all right, only seen, like, People just saying it. I haven't really dove into it, so I don't know how much you know on it, but just give us what you know on it as um, far as. Yeah, so what I know of it is the Grammys was an eventful evening. Um, you know, you got Taylor, the, all the, the white people in the world going crazy for Taylor Swift, her with her, um, her boyfriend. With the, the, Kelsey. Call, Kelsey. They calling it the, um, 
do white man with a fade. They call him the Travis Kelsey. They call him the Travis Kelsey. New York, are, Times are put they? Out, they, New York Times put out that article that they are calling a fade. There are white people around the country asking for the Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's so, like the Kim Kardashian. I was just talking that last night. It's like almost when Kim Kardashian got the braids and they was like saying that. That's wild. But that appropriation. But yeah, so they had so they had the Taylor Swift people going crazy. You know, you had Jay Z talking about. Um, some of these artists don't belong in the category. <laughs> um, and then you had, yeah, you had Killer Mike. So he won three Grammys. He won Rap Album of the Year and a couple others. I'm not exactly sure which one. Drake was in the Rap Album category, though. So I feel like that shot was at him. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he walked, He as, as he left the, um, the Grammys, he got into some altercation and uh, he got arrested for assault. Um, so I'm not sure who he assaulted. I hear he's out now. Um, there's there hasn't been like too too much attention, but it you know a lot of people were like it's pretty ironic that you know you you as a black man peak of your career right as a rapper you win three Grammys in one night. There's rappers who still ain't won a Grammy yet, been mm-hmm. in the game for years. And you you win rap album of the year and you leave and you immediately get arrested by the police in That's- L.A. And that's the story. Yeah, that's the and, story they wanted to have. And this is a man who, like, in 2020, like, he was talking down on the protests. He's, like, he's a, he's very much a black capitalist, you mm. know, and uh, wanting to protect assets and, and image and his own personal wealth over, like, the liberation of, of black people. And so people were just like, ha, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, he's a, he's a hijacker. He's a he's a hijacker. I say that because I got I got hijacked. This is what I said. Some of these people, man, they they um if you're not all the way woke, you know what I mean, or or, or, or like doing your own research or actually like boom diving in without um you know what I mean, if you don't really dive in and just be like the rest, you know, the rest of the world and just go by the programming, you'll be lost by some of these people like um like mm-hmm. Killer Mike, that's what I said, Killer Mike. Uh, he used to rap with Outkast and all that type of shit. And shit, his name Killer Mike. Then he used to speak gangster <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, so uh, it was like that. And then, like I said, I remember, I remember the Freddie Gray thing happening. I think that was like 2014, 2015, where they did the Baltimore riots, and uh, you know, just all the, you know, all the celebrities that come out and speak out and stuff like that, and. You know, you 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 you'll catch certain ones that that catch your attention, like uh, David Banner. I used to know, you know, David Banner. You know David Banner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, David Banner when he used to rap and all that type of shit. Then he went, you know, the, like almost the political route where he started talking like he want more for black people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they used to do like uh, I used to watch them all the time because they used to always like get panels of of of, of, of black people together and like Killer Mike actually like um got Ti. Like on that shit, like talking about, you know what I mean? Like all the shit he was doing for what he was doing for Atlanta back in 2020, he was being very vocal about black people and shit like that. But like at the end of the day, these aren't the people we should be listening to about this shit. Right. But <laughs> that, that's who like like woke me up. But it was a hijack because as soon as his rap career like died down, um, we were listening to him because he was talking about black lives. And at the time, it was like no. 
uh, I don't think it, like, it wasn't no influencers or nothing like that at the time. So, like, trying to find somebody on TV to talk about the shit, like, we had dumb niggas. It wasn't like, you know what I mean, 2014, yeah. 2015, it wasn't uh, how social media is now, how we are. Right, like, right. you know what I mean? You could find everything through that. Mm -hmm. um, so, when I used to catch certain people on YouTube, like, uh, certain rappers I used to, like, talking about black lives and, and what we got to do as a people, I used to be all the way in tune. But I don't fell out of tune with like a lot of celebrities and shit that be going on TV. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even know that that he be talking the way he talking now, and mm -hmm. that, that that he's actually like uh, be like for the cops and shit like that. Yeah. And I said that's the hijack shit because he used that uh, at the time when Freddie Gray died. Nobody gave you know what I mean. The, the, people knew who old Mike, uh, Killer Mike was through, through rapping. Mm -hmm. You know when he's rapping with. With Outkast and Outkast had stopped rapping by then, so like we ain't heard from Killer Mike in I don't know how long. And then he just like I think he was doing like like certain tracks or or, or song or two for like Madden or some shit like that. That's the only time you see Killer Mike. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, when he started talking like uh, after the Freddie Gray, that's when he like took that whole path and he started mm -hmm. boom. Before you know it, that's all the thing you seen Killer Mike was doing was like doing that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you seen him getting into politics. So he took that lane and used all that from black people like clinging on to him when he was talking to us. But then once he got his fame with that shit, he slides out. It's like the movement. You know what I mean? Like almost like 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 how like some of these activists, uh, uh, like you know what I mean? They come out. Um, they when something happens, an ambulance chase, they get boom, get us on our side, and then once they get on our side, they dip. They get they get you know what I mean? You get your you your, your followings and all this shit up like for this, and you go off and do other shit. And then you still have your like your following and shit. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I got a it's a dense article, um, or like a little essay, but I'll still I'll still share it with you, man. You can check it out. I think you'd be interested in it. But cause it, it's um someone wrote this uh there's basically what was it someone had a book i'm a i'm a, I'm a uh it's called i think it's called if we burn i think it's called if we burn I'll double check that um and there was basically like a conversation someone had basically like written a little bit more about that and because if we burn was a book that basically let's see check my wish list yeah if we burn by um vincent bevins and it was talking about the protests that have just like the rise in protests because you know i think we talk about it a lot like we feel this like revolutionary spirit mm -hmm. um yeah so this is basically documenting it and like not just in america but all around the world and he was kind of like so we've been protesting more but have we seen results from it yeah. and um and he talked about basically like we've gotten to this movement you know and it's an interesting i still don't know where i land on it um but you know, we talk about how back in the day we had like leaders like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King and stuff. And, you know, in 2020, I remember there being lots of conversations of like, we don't need that. We don't need a Sean King. You know, we don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't need these people no. to be these faces because we want it to be decentralized because then they can't assassinate one person and mm -hmm. like stop a movement. Right. Like Fred Hampton and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but yet, because there's not like one centralized person making demands or like pushing an agenda or something it's kind of like we do these protests but then nothing happens and so then he's like so are we just protesting to protest or are there like clear demands and things that we want to to have mm -hmm. come of it um exactly and i bring this all up because there's a part in the article that was like 
that was like a quote where the, where there's a guy who from not from from outside of America was basically like in New York, if your revolution fails, you try to start a, if in New York or Paris, right, or someplace like that. He's like, if you if your revolution fails, you get a job at like the New York Times or something afterwards, <laughs> or you get a job in media or the or mm-hmm. um, like in the academy, like in a scholarly type of role. Which I mean, even Sony said that on the on the episode last last week, where it was like pe- some people like photo- photographing these movements just to get like a job in the New York Times. Like this person was saying the same thing. Like some people, like if you if your revolution, your uprising fails to get the things you were demanding for, you um, you just go and get a like you know you build on that reputation right from that. And he was saying like in the rest of the world, if your resolution your revolution fails. You and your friends end up dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to like want to add that like that's like I feel like that is kind of what we're we're living through, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have uh, we have like movements that like don't have these like specific person in them, um, not necessarily always getting the demands that people when there isn't right. Like like you're making specific demands, um, you know, and like with these like with the Palestine movements, there is a specific demand, but like. Some of these other ones that we've seen, like there, there isn't, and ultimately people just like stop protesting. They built up a following. You're burnt out. Burnt out. Yeah, but then like there is no consequence to that, you know. It's like, yeah, no, that's 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 facts, bro. Um, like that's why I said like like uh, what happened with all the people, you know, that came out in 2020. Um, what makes people go inside? People be like, "Oh, they don't want to support no more. They don't want to." You got to have something. They have to see what you're going for. They have to believe in what you're, you know, what I mean what you're fighting for, and they have to think that it's going to be a result mm-hmm. to the end of it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm like, yeah. All my, I tell people, I don't. Uh, sometimes uh, when somebody dies, yeah, I, I will. That maybe that first march, I do the awareness thing where I come out and just march uh, and, and chant their names. I go to a a populated area or something like that and and uh or somewhere they don't want us at just to wake people up and let them know boom y'all need to be outraged by this but other than that every uh shit i say 95 percent of my marches are straight up you know what i mean direct actions we're going somewhere to apply pressure to get them to back up or get something from them either uh when they kill somebody's either to put pressure uh like if, if i keep going back and forth to that station it's the boom. Keep this guy off the streets. When we when we're marching through that that neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, we usually march in the neighborhood that there. You know what I mean? Wherever the station at, mm-hmm. uh, we we got the posters and the signs, and we're marching through. And everybody that's watching us march through with all these cops on us, they're looking like, all right. And now they're looking like, what the hell is that? What are these people marching for? Mm-hmm. Boom! This cop right here, that's right in your neighborhood. You know what I mean? And y'all don't need the boom, boom. That way, like, if it, maybe like after the first two weeks, they might he might be out patrolling them streets. But after like three or four weeks of us doing that, they 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 usually like you gotta hide the cop because the people in the neighborhood is like talking shit about this motherfucker when they see him now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that's how you put the pressure on them of like walking through the towns and putting. And we was also like 
putting up flyers and I gotta get back to that. That's that's pig hunting. But um yeah, mm. putting up the flyers. We was putting flyers everywhere. So every time you walk, you know what I mean, you were seeing this dirty ass motherfucker. So when you see him in person, you like, oh that's the one for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want to get you want you, you get that action, and we got a lot of protesters and a lot of people that be walking around that are turn up when when they see some shit and run into that cop like oh you the one that's on this poster you know what I mean so it's, it's that it's, it's shit like that and uh, with yeah. the demands of you know for the housing and shit like that that's where I'm like all right the mayor can do this but that's what I'm saying I I, I just don't want to just come outside and just be marching for nothing it's it's, it's you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. it's pointless. It burns people out. They put us in, and, and you know what I mean. When when you really marching for something and you standing on something, they won't put you in the news. They will not put you in the news. It's a reason I've been out here four years and do a lot of wild, crazy shit. Be all on the news, this and that, this and that. But they will not say a nigga name on the news. Mm-hmm. Or like they know it. They, for yeah, they know. Boom! Or he out here. They put they put the camera on me and everything. Except when they they make sure they show me. We say except when they think you're a Trump supporter. Yeah, when they think I'm. Yeah, yeah. That's right. The only time. That's what I say. The only time they put me in the news is when they can. Yeah, tear me up on some like some some raggedy shit. Uh, Trump supporter, anti Asian hate. They say hold on, Trump supporter, anti Asian hate. They call me a terrorist. They uh, you know, for the cop shit. Yeah, terrorists is the favorite one. We got called October 9th, we like we went out and we got called terrorists by cops. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like the um and yeah, the power of the media, the power of these people to like villainize and to not um yeah, I don't know. It's also, they I believe all yo every fucking one of them news reporters that be on TV at night that be out in the street. I don't I don't I, don't, I could probably show you an interview I done did with all the motherfuckers, right? Mm. But um, and they know me. They bro, they when they pull up, they hey, he's rally. They come run up. I give I give I give yo. I give a couple of them hugs. You know what I mean? I know <laughs> the motherfuckers. So it's crazy, but um, I I I don't think I talk the right shit. You know what I mean? Like when I be when I be talking to them, I don't be, I don't think my sound bites are good for the TV, so they don't put it on there. Like I'm not giving them like a dramatic. I just be talking regular. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving them like no no drawn out like ah oh, we need to do this we need to do this like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the speech or I don't I don't give those. And I maybe that I mean I don't know I don't really don't man fuck that shit. I don't want to want to give speeches like that. I I feel like that that's what brings people in. But I I mean I wish I could, but I just don't. I don't talk like that. I just I be like serious about what I'm talking to. Like I try to like boom give the information and then try to give the direction we're going to go in. And mm-hmm. I just boom try to talk to people like 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 we're regular. Like yeah, I'm talking yeah. to. Them. I think it's very pragmatic, and I think um, I honestly like we was talking about that in the last episode with these politicians like. The way people do a performance to express their politics, it'll get you media coverage. It'll maybe spark a conversation, but it's as effective as like, it's like getting likes on social media. Like likes don't translate to like any type of change or effect like effective thing. So um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I think there's nothing really, there's nothing wrong what you're doing I mean like it's like um, it's, it's giving people the facts and the media won't 
It's like it's it's not enough for them to sensationalize something. Yeah. You know, they want to hear somebody jump off <laughs> by the window and say some some wild shit to get someone caught up. But yeah. to just be like, yo, we have these very sensible demands um, that we want to like better our city, and it's it's like is it to the point of like it could just be coming. It could be coming from a politician, but our elected officials aren't the ones doing it. Yeah. And they certainly not the ones walking the walk and as they talk the talk. For sure. That's what I, that's what I like about our crew. Like, um like yeah, I mean that's that's what we protest for and shit like that. But we also we're showing that we can also we're trying to show them that we can do it too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like boom, yeah, we're forcing y'all to do it this way, but we, we also like trying to um, create that space for it to be done this way too, like uh, like with the mutual aid. And like I said, like when the workshops get done, like how we, you know what I mean, protect our neighborhoods and shit like that, stuff like that. Um, this is stuff that we're asking them to do. But all right, boom. But even though we're telling you all to do it, we still gonna do it too. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and that's the, that's the other difference too. Like everything uh, that I try to that I want. That, that that I that I think need to be done out here. I'm actually trying to actually do it myself too. You know what I mean? Try to mm-hmm. have people do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we don't have to. It's also, that's the other way of not showing them. Boom! All right. So because once we fully get it, now we don't need y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now we got no power to say fuck y'all all the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. power building. Yeah, but no, that 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 um, what you talk about the the, the performance and the speeches? It's, it's comedy, bro. Because I was just watching TV last night, and I don't know what I. I fucking uh, <laughs> the church man, one of them church commercials, and it was so like it was just so dramatic. It was like uh, um, it was called revival something, but it's going on in Atlanta like next month, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like a big time thing. Last time they sold out the arena it was like five thousand people, and they should was showing clips. And the clips, like the woman was like, the Lord is so good. The Lord is so, she started talking to tongues. And she said, I'm going to repeat that. The Lord is so good. The Lord, she said the same thing. And everybody was like jumping around in the church. I'm just like, man, this is some bullshit. <laughs> you know, I don't know, yo. I don't, you know, yeah, man. I guess the performance, and I said, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, because if you're almost listening to it and shit, that's what it'd be. Like, almost like a performance. Like, you trying to get people to, Mm-hmm. They, they jump off your words when you be like, "We're not gonna take this anymore." And everybody like, "Yeah, like, yeah, I be hating that man. I was, you know, we went to uh, the Tyree Nickel, the Tyree mm-hmm. Nickel March. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first one, the first one, uh, I, me, Hawk, and and Dez threw, and uh, I think that's where that's where I met Sean at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that one was turned up. And we, we, we turned up, and like I said, uh, it was like an awareness march, but at the same time, I I, I tried to transition and say, uh, then, you know, you know Tyree Nichols was the black cops that beat him up and killed him. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was Mississippi or Memphis? I believe it was Mississippi. Mississippi. I believe it was Mississippi. I think so. But, yeah, they um they killed them. I think it was like five, six officers. Yeah, all black cops, right? Yeah, all black cops. And, um, yeah, so I tried to transition. Memphis. Oh, it was Memphis. Memphis okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, I tried to transition that into, you know, like whenever something happens, yeah, I'm, I'm going to show solidarity here, but also 
if I could transition that into like our fight, then I will. Like, you know what I mean? So I took like from them beating them up, and I'm like, well, who been beating us up for like the last you know, SRG? So I'm like, yeah. so we marched, and I'm like, boom. When, I, when we finished doing the, the awareness shit, we took it to Times Square, and we did the awareness thing, and then, um, you know, some people left and everything, and I'm like, who else still want to turn up? And everybody like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go get this. Let's go. You know what I mean? Fuck with the cops that be beating us up. And we went around the corner and turned up on SRG. So the next march, uh, somebody did a march. Uh, the next day, I think it was New Paul. New Paul and, and her actions are big as fuck. You know what I mean? And she, um, New Paul, um, I mean, me, me and New Paul did, me and, me and New Paul did the first Eric, Eric Adams, the reject Eric Adams march together. But yeah, she's one of the comrades. Mm. And uh, she actually, um, during the Palestine, she the one who brought Car Car Carnelius West, Carnell. Carnell West. Yeah, mm. she brought she brought him to the city uh, for the march or whatever like that. But um, yeah, she she threw a march the next day and she like you know what I mean she called on all all the activists to come out and speak. And there's a lot of people there, um, Jamani Williams, Tamika Mallory, mm. and all of them. Mm. And uh, I don't I don't yeah certain people I don't like. <laughs> like, yeah, like so like like Tamika Mallory and my son, you know, I think they got like kinda of performative and shit. Not to say that I won't work with them if it was for something like I see like it's going for the people. Yeah, I I'd work with anybody and I'll just like put my differences aside, just show up and do what I can do and then bounce. I don't have to politic with them. But um yeah, they, I was you know what I mean, was actually speaking, I didn't want to speak because they was up there. I didn't want to stand beside them. But they, they, because they, 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 you know, the performative, the performative, they get up there and, you know, uh, they got the, you know what I mean, the great speeches, mm -hmm. but they don't stand on it, you know. They, um, we out there for Tyree Nichols and they, they get up on the stage and, and, and oh, we're not taking this no more. We, we tired. How many of y'all are tired? How many of y'all tired of marching? How many of y'all want to fight back? Yeah, everybody going crazy. Ah. We're not going to be doing this. We just time to burn it down. Everybody going crazy. And then we start marching, and we get to that first corner, and and I see a cop named Thomas Connolly. That that you know what I mean? He he bro he's he's an old cat bro. He's been um oh my god, he's been there longer than I was born, bro. He's been there since eighty one. We just looked his ass up like a couple of nights ago. But he's one of the cops that I, every time I see him, like, they got to, I don't even got to say nothing. As soon as he see me, he leaves, bro. He dips mm -hmm. because I ragged him so many times. But Thomas Connolly, he usually around Union Square, um, the white shirt. I call him Mr. Bones. He old as fuck. But he, <laughs> um, he got sexual, he got a sexual assault case. Uh, uh, another officer you know, filed sexual assault against against mm -hmm. Thomas Connolly, sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. And they didn't, they didn't, nothing happened to Thomas Connolly. They moved the officer. Officer Sergeant Fernandez um, said Thomas Connolly used to call him into the room. Now, Thomas Connolly, he got mad allegations, but I only stick on this one because it was another officer. And I'm like, how can we get, as civilians, how can we get accountability if you got officers telling on another officer mm -hmm. and he can't get no accountability? You know what I mean? And um, they moved the officer. You know, but he, um, Sergeant Fernandez says that Thomas Connolly would call him into the room. And this is this is another man. So when I first, when I first read it, when I first read it, I said Sergeant Fernandez, I was like, I'm going to go talk to her, right? Because somebody showed me the, 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 uh, the, the, it was in the post, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody showed me the post. And I'm standing in front of him, I'm like, Thomas Connolly, this is you? 
I said, I can't wait to talk to Sergeant Fernandez. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm telling him shit. Like, yo, and then somebody like, nah, no, Sergeant Nelson Fernandez. That's the dude, bro. His picture right here. I see the dude. I'm like, oh. So I started reading this shit. What did Thomas Conley do? They said, Thomas Conley. <laughs> I said, what did he do? So he said, Thomas Conley, he, he would call, he would call um, Nelson Fernandez into the office. And he said, as soon as Nelson Fernandez comes to the office, he'd kick his feet up on the desk and, and, and cross his legs. And he would stare at Nelson Fernandez's crotch while sucking on a pen. Oh, my. Yeah, it was it was got real explicit. I was like, yeah. I said, ooh. Dude, when I see him, I'll be calling him Thomas Conley the pen sucker. But look, he... Uh, <laughs> what a nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you see Yo, the first protest, I rolled up, and I was like, yo, he suck on pens, y'all. And somebody was like, yo, he suck on pens? Like, they was just... <laughs> But look, but look. Anyway, back to Speaker Mallory. I see, I see Thomas Connolly, and I started snapping. Like, nah, we ain't. I said, no. I said, we're not marching with no abusers, no nothing like that today. Mm-hmm. I said, any of these, pack them up. And I started getting at them with the bullhorn. And Tamika Mallory and them, like she jumped on it. Now, when I do that, mad people like surround. Like, get them, pack them up. Everybody like hyped and shit. It's mad people outside. Tamika Mallory get on the mic. We not out here for that tonight. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? You just said we was going to burn it down. We going to fuck these cops up, all this other bullshit. And we started marching. We get to the next block. You talking about we ain't out here for that. Like, bro, I don't, I, that's why I was like, when when I march, when my marches, I I, I stopped them from being on the sides of us. Uh, and I made them create a space like that because they used to be walking beside us. Sometimes they march in between us. They do whatever they want to. Like, you, you'll see it at the Palestinian. They do whatever the fuck they want to do. But we fought for that. Like, you know what I mean? That's me, like, backing them up. They're not, you're not going to walk beside us like y'all marching with us. We don't want to see y'all. So y'all are going to be way behind us or, you know what I mean, for our front. I don't want to, you know what I mean, be looking to the side and be seeing y'all. We out here marching against y'all. So that'd be, like, my whole thing. So, like, I, I hate being like kettled in march with like cops standing right beside us, we chanting and shit, and they walking beside us laughing like this shit ain't even bothering them, and we out there protesting them. So I'm like, yeah. it's bullshit. And when, um, that's why sometimes like at my marches, when we marching, they on our ass like that, I'll stop, and we'll rag them for like five, 10 minutes until they back up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something, something I've been thinking about a lot lately is just like, like just power, like the concept of power, like with everything, like, even with um even as I'm like building out black sky, like I'm thinking about power dynamics and the like like on social media, like who has the power to silence someone else, like who has the power to censor someone, and like how can we like regain that power and how can we how can we build our own power to also be able to like thwart like enemies white supremacists there's a Nazi problem on social media um I think there's also an anti-blackness problem um, on social media. And so, you know, um, I'd be thinking about that a lot. But then broader, I expand that to, like, just, like, other organizing, like, power building in the community. Like, what is what is the difference between charity and mutual aid? I think it's a more, like, brainy-type concept, but I think it is power building. I think it is, like, more people joining into the movement and, and feeling like this is a productive way to yeah. build community and build resilience within that community and the people who are on the line receiving food and resources and then the people behind the line sharing those resources too and that that allows for it to like scale and spread out and then 
I think about with um, with public resistance, like um, hacktivism or protests, that um, that that is also like an expression of power. And ultimately, it's, especially when you protest in the police, like power yeah. only power only respects power. You know, like so, you and you got to get that that power some way. And this is not to say, like again, I mentioned earlier that like a lot of these right-wing people are expressing power through violence that's like cruel power they are brutalizing people like whether it's the cops killing people whether it's the president like ordering drone strikes whether it's Mm -hmm. the guardian angels attacking migrants in the streets for like vigilante justice that's like violence and cruel power but like a lot of these protests is people power like it's positive it is it is saying like you can't you can't bully us as we express our freedom of speech. You can't. Totally. You can't just push up on us and cut us off and like mm-hmm. drive scooters over our feet and yeah. as you like push us into the corner. Um, you can't tell us we have to be on the sidewalk. Um, you know, you can't tell. You can't control us in that way. But and you, and then like like you pointed out, I think people are uncomfortable with. I think it's is, it, is that to wrap it up? Yeah, close. <laughs> is that I, to wrap it up? <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Wrap it up, B. Yeah. Uh, all right, finish that thought. Basically, some people are uh, uncomfortable when people fight back and express that their own power. When you have that people power and you like stand up to to the power, and maybe that's fear. Maybe it's maybe some type of like wanting people to be protected, whatever it is. But it is sometimes misguided, especially for someone who like knows what they're doing like you. you know what I mean, like when we talk about like jail support, stuff that happened with that, um, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouth, especially when you try to like police other people's actions as they yeah. they stand up for themselves. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, exactly, I think it's bro. important when you do that though, because it's power. Yeah. All power yeah. to the people. All power to the people. Dang, man, we got to wrap it up. It's shit. And we didn't think we was gonna be able to do it, man. But shit, hell yeah, I know we was gonna be able to do it, man. No, we did, we did, we was positive we was gonna do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we was positive yeah. about yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah, man. I feel together. like showing the notes, like, man, we got this, man. It ain't shit, it ain't shit. Cause we had we booked this place for like three hours, and then like, you know what I mean? It was uh, like a last minute thing. But um, we're definitely gonna get this spot again to do our next host and everything. We got the gold mics, we speaking and everything, crispy and clear, right? <laughs> clear, clear. <laughs> High definition. Yeah, yeah, niggas gonna be mad. They ain't do no interview today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but yeah, yo, that's our time, man. We'll catch y'all again next week. Yeah, fire. That's unapologetic talk. talk. Call out. Yeah. Oh, oh, call outs, call outs. Um oh, shit, by the time this shit air, man, I probably done did the march. But no, you know what? It's, it's gonna be every Saturday for you know, just for a little bit. Then I'm gonna take another break of hiatus until I can bring out my um yeah, we got something special. But yeah. Um for yeah, for right now. So yeah, so Saturday, Saturday we pig hunting again. Um uh be in tune. I'm pretty sure by the time this is airing, I'll have a flyer and shit put up. So just uh look out for the flyer. Um pass it to you for the mutual aid. All right, all right. We the people, NYC building community, um, sharing resources, uh hot food, produce, clothing. Uh, educational resources every week we got three distros on uh, so we got uh, Thursdays in Bed-Stuy on the corner of Fulton and Nostrand 
one o'clock until for as long as supplies last. Um, feeding a couple hundred of our neighbors. Been doing that for two years straight and more. Talk. Keep going. Um, sa- uh, Saturdays, you can join us at, in Harlem, Talk. on 125th and Lexington, Talk. for our Harlem distro. Uh, same time, one o'clock for as long as supplies last. Bah. And then we are supporting the migrants in the city, Tompkins Talk. Square, uh, Tompkins Square Park, on Mondays from four o'clock for as long as supplies last. Doing the same thing. So three distros, um, lots of opportunities to support, get involved. You can help out on the line. You could bring clothing. You can cook food. Um, so tap in, hit us up on our Instagram. Talk. See how you can get involved. Tell them about that open up. When did someone open on Blue Sky? Oh, Blue Sky is public now. So, yeah, the thumb numbers went. Um, so check us out on Blue Sky, building, building Black Sky, the Talk. black social network um, on the on the Blue Sky app, yeah. So Black Sky promoting Black community, sharing resources, building community, doing mutual aid on there too. Um, and 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 yeah, like I've mentioned all the time, a lot of the information I bring to the podcast is stuff that I'm seeing shared on Black Sky. Um, you know, so if you're looking to migrate from places like Black Twitter or Spotable, you know they just got hacked, but we <laughs> we, we standing strong over here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, check out check out Blue Sky. All the, and my page is public, so you can check out my profile. I reshare a lot of the content from Black Sky. But um, but yeah, you don't even need an invite code to sign up now. So, talk. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it. Um, see y'all next week. Pow. Unapologetic talk. Yeah. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs>